Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with me for just a couple of minutes. Here, our focus is being better and healthier than yesterday. Are you better? Are you healthier than you were yesterday? Here, we don't compare ourselves to him or to her. We compare ourselves to who we were yesterday. Self-improvement has no end. Health has no finish line. There are lifelong journeys where we take it one day at a time, and here we do it together. So let's do this. Before I get into the main content, if you want to get in contact with me, email and Instagram are the best ways to get in contact. Email me at benpagedc at gmail.com and on Instagram, benpagedc. And if you listen to this, go to Instagram, tag me on the episode, and I'll tag you right back and we get to know each other. I love to get to know the community and I would love to get to know you. So let's get on to the main content. Welcome back to the Wellness Farmer Podcast, episode 300. Yeah, this is a pretty special episode, 300. And today I have a very special guest with you. His name is Daniel Mancina. And he has a very inspiring story. And that's why I brought it today on episode 300. Sometimes we just need to be inspired to do our best in life and be grateful for what we have. So Daniel comes on today to share his story of how he is overcoming his challenges in his life. I hope you enjoy episode 300 of the Wellness Farmer podcast. Well, do I have a an episode for you today? Welcome back to the Wellness Farmer podcast. Today is a, a really special guest that I've been trying to get to know just a little bit better, and I'm really excited to have on. And today, it's his name's Daniel, and it's something that he, he does something that I did in my when I was young, but I haven't, I don't do it much anymore, but I wish I could get back into it. He's, he skateboards and, but he not only skateboards, he does it in a way that most of us won't even believe is possible. So that's why it's so exciting to bring him on and see and hear his story and how he's been able to live his life to the fullest in a way that many would think would be very difficult. But before we get into this conversation, I just like, Daniel, can you, uh, can you just introduce yourself to the, to the audience and, and let yeah, him what's up, man? Today? How you doing? Um, yeah, glad to be here. Yeah, my name's Dan Mancina. I'm uh, uh, 35 years old from Michigan. Um, I am completely blind. So I was born with a hereditary disease called retinitis pigmentosa. Um, pretty much just means that uh, you lose your sight kind of slowly throughout your life, different for everybody. I lost mine around my mid-20s is when I kind of considered myself a blind person or legally blind and then i've been total blind for about five years now but um yeah i've been kind of skating my whole life you know as a kid growing up it's all i cared about and uh as i got older i kind of losing my vision and going through life and all this stuff i um you know i kind of put skateboarding behind me for a couple of years and then refound it um and then it's kind of become, you know, just as important to me as it was when I was a kid. So, yeah, that's me. That's the very brief version of it. Yeah. And I imagine there's a long story behind it. And I'd like to kind of dive into that because from what I can see, most people would probably just kind of give up once they find out that certain things are happening in their life or they just won't, they won't reach their potential as they could uh by taking challenges and and turning them into opportunities um so 
when you first found out that you, that you were losing your vision, I mean, how did you take that in? What what how was that like? Uh, well, I was 13 when I was diagnosed with uh, RP. So, I mean, I didn't really think about it very much at all at that point. Uh, it wasn't until, you know, it really started affecting my day-to-day life. And then, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I, um, you know, I was bummed more, more so losing more of my vision and kind of really being thrown into the blind world. Um, yeah, but I always kept, you know, like trying to move forward, I guess, and always kept trying to uh, figure out exactly what I was going to do in life. Um, had a really good support group, though, too, which is, you know, with anything in life is, is very helpful having, you know, a family and friends that uh, have your back and support you and can help you in, uh just in life, you know, and growing and stuff like that. Um, but like I said, I, I, uh, I was never like really, you know, like, like it never really dehabilitated me to the point where, you know, I ever thought about giving up necessarily. Um, I always, you know, I had a, I had a kid very, very young. So I was trying to figure out how I was going to support my child kind of was more my mentality when I was losing my vision. Um, I didn't really, that's, that was my main concern at that point. Um, how am I going to afford to support a family and stuff like that? So I kind of just focused on that and I was, uh, going to school at the time. Um, and just, uh, just trying to figure your life out, you know, mid twenties too, kind of figuring out who you are still a little bit. Um, yeah, that's what was going on then. <laughs> Was there ever a moment where you were like, why is this happening to me? And and what mm. am I supposed to do about this? I mean, did it ever just bring good, you to a point where you, you didn't feel like it? Uh, never really asked why. I guess I kind of just accepted it for what it is. I mean, knowing about it for so long, I kind of knew it was coming. So there wasn't that, you know, real why, you know, like a sudden like it losing my vision all at once kind of deal. Um, I've always been just a very, as a child, very uh, (laughs) easygoing, uh, never really worried about much growing up. Um, I've definitely become more with the more responsibility in life and more things to worry about, uh, a little bit more jaded in that sense. But um. Yeah, I've always just kind of more so accepted it for 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 what it is. I mean, there definitely were times, you know, very hard times for sure of being just stressed and worried about, you know, what what am I going to do? Um, <laughs> how am I going to, you know, live? You know what I mean? I was living off, uh, you know, government social security disability, which is a very small amount of money. Um, and I soon realized like, well, this is not enough to, to really live a f- <laughs> the life that I want to live. You know what I mean? It's just enough to survive. It's not enough to live. So I'm very concerned about life and what I was going to do <clears throat> for a while. Um, and that's a big adjustment too, of, you know, trying at one point, 
you know, I always bring this story up. There was a point where I couldn't leave uh, the house I was living at. Like, couldn't leave the house and walk around the block without being with another person. So going and getting some training and learning how to use a white cane and learning about just the, the world of blindness and how to navigate and how to how to just function and do basic things was very important and was a big step in uh, regaining my kind of confidence and identity and stuff like that. And it was right along that same time as when I started skating again too. So all these things kind of happened at once where I got more confidence, um, started doing the things that I used to do, everything from, you know, I'm big outdoors, outdoorsman kind of guy, growing up in Michigan here. So fishing and all this stuff. So I was trying to do all those things again um, and slowly realizing that I should just be doing the things that I want to do and not let my life be dictated by my blindness. So, yeah. Beautiful. And mm -hmm. when did you, so when did you start skating? At what age? I started rolling around, like just pushing around on a board around, I think seven or nine or something, I don't know, right around there. <clears throat> And then like really seriously skating like 13 um right around 13 yeah middle schoolish i moved to a different neighborhood and met a group of kids who skated and then really fell in love with it uh and scott like really involved like watching all the videos and being stoked and learning about the whole culture and the progression of skateboarding um i came in at a really good time and uh yeah, I just really fell in love with it. Uh, and just they then moved to California right on a high school, kind of lived and worked in the skate industry, worked at like a surf skate snow shop, uh, lived, you know, a mile from the beach, would skate down, skate to work every day and just uh, fully immersed in it. And um, yeah, then I, you know, I had a kid really young at that point in my life. Um, where I kind of put all the skateboarding stuff on hold and really behind me. Then I went blind and really thought skateboarding was done and, you know, something, something in the past, uh, just kind of a, just a memory. Um, but slowly refound it as I was navigating my blindness and getting used to living as a blind person and kind of trying all these things again and relearning how to do things. Skateboarding was kind of one thing that I tried and, didn't think I'd ever be able to really progress at it and then get the same fulfillment out of it. <clears throat> and then I just kind of slowly after doing it, literally just a little bit here and there realizing, oh, maybe I can actually progress at this and uh, kind of got motivated to, to film another part and kind of just slowly became um, my lifelong dream of being able to skate um, in a, <laughs> support myself off of skating um and just do that full time so it's been wild yeah and it, it truly is that that's the word wild because i remember when i because i used to skate through high school me and my cousin would get together and that's what we do after school we'd just always skate and, and uh -huh. i tried to become as good as i could and i have all my i mean i have all my faculties i have everything i have my vision i have everything yeah. to, make, to make it as simple as possible and i remember i mean skating many hours a day i mean Pop shoving off of three stairs, kick flips maybe yeah. if I got lucky. I mean, it's not easy at all. It does take tons and tons of practice and it hours does and hours, talent yeah. too. So when I see you doing all these things, I'm like, oh my goodness. I mean, I 
never got close to even being even close to being how good he was. And I put a lot of hours in it and yeah. I see. So it, it really is mind blowing. And I think the people that are listening need to understand because they've probably never skated, but it is not easy and it takes a lot of time and a lot of talent and that's why it just blew my mind seeing someone that is using a cane to 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 navigate be able to do those tricks on places that i could never even do and i i, I spent so much time trying to become the best i could through my adolescent years <laughs> and it is it's just amazing and i really want people to to see what you're doing because it is inspiring yeah. it is inspiring and it's it inspires me not just in who i am but what I'm trying to become, and it doesn't yeah. have to be something like skateboarding. It can be in anything that you're you're pursuing in life. So it's it's something mm -hmm. beautiful that you're doing, and I appreciate what you're doing because not many people, not many, I don't know how many people would actually do that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm in a unique situation where I had my vision, you know, when I learned how to skate. And I mean, I put, like you said, it, as a kid, you're not thinking about how much time you're putting in, but I mean, it's looking back, it's you know, anywhere from eight to 10 hours every day of just skating, skating, skating. So just the hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands of hours over the years um, that you put in. And uh, yeah, then I lost my sight vision, you know, lost my vision later and definitely have had to kind of relearn some things and figure out new techniques and change my style of skating. Um, you know, I used to skate different obstacles for sure, like more handrails and stuff like that. Um, so I've had to change a lot of the way I skate. I've become more like of what's considered, I guess, a technical skater of skating like ledges or like a bench kind of um, rails that are <clears throat> on the ground, <clears throat> excuse me, as opposed to downstairs. Um, so yeah, it's been a change and then using the cane, you know, figuring out a technique of uh feeling actually feeling the obstacle um when i first started skating i had a little bit of residual vision you'll see a lot of videos from you know five years ago like red bull has a big one that i the first video kind of i did where i could see a little bit of uh shadows and i used to skate tennis courts where i could see the white lines a good contrast on the ground i used to use that as a guide um and then after losing my vision i had to kind of relearn it again where i develop this technique of actually reaching down and touching the obstacle with my free hand, um, which kind of changed the whole game for me and allowed me to become more, even more technical and be able to like flip in and flip out of stuff. So yeah, it's been wild and kind of fun and keeps me, uh, you know, skateboarding for those who really love it. It becomes like that pursuit of uh, progression you know, and trying to keep progressing slowly, but surely um, kind of get obsessed with it. So it's been good to, to have that back in my life and have, you know, my meaning back in life and uh, my identity back as a skater and stuff. Yeah. And we'll definitely get into that, but I just want to emphasize one more time. I mean, it is hard just to keep your balance on a skateboard <laughs> And then having to bend down and actually touch the thing you're going to ollie onto or do a trick onto. I mean, sometimes it just, it's like, I mean, that's just hard right there. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Bit. It's weird. It takes a whole, yeah, my body's taking a toll, you know, constantly leaning over and stuff. But um, yeah, it does. There, there's certain 
certain tricks that I still can't do because of that reason. Um, having to lean down and touch, you know, certain skating backsides a little bit trickier where the obstacle is behind you. So I'm having to reach behind me and yeah, it gets tricky. It's tricky. Uh, and like 10, 10, 20, 30 <laughs> times more difficult. Uh, so I want to, yeah, yeah. what I'd like to talk about is, is, is that is, the beautiful the beautiful part of your life of how you just decided to pursue something you love and what did you have to do in your mindset to just go out and do that knowing mm -hmm. that it was going to be very very difficult with the situation that you're in um as opposed you mean just do you mean just skating in general or skating? Uh, I mean, I guess, I, what, I don't know. I don't I'm, think of it as, go ahead. What I'm saying, because most people will just end up just getting into a job and doing it because they have to figure mm -hmm. out a way to somewhat how to provide for their, their daily, and they just forget about the things or put it on hold, the things they yeah, truly yeah. love. But you decided, even though I have this impediment, I can't see, I love this. I'm going to get back into it. How did you, how did you make that? How did you form make that, that mindset to be able well, to do that? That was, uh, I mean, I, I did both of those simultaneously. So I, I was going back to school and I actually completed my master's degree in vision rehabilitation therapy. So, uh, there was a point when skateboarding kind of started to, I got a couple, you know, I got sponsors and stuff like that. Um, where I kind of could have made the choice of, do I, I was debating whether or not I should finish grad school or I, I had been accepted, but I had to move away to go to grad school. And I was debating whether I should just go full-time skating or finish schooling. Um, but I had to finish schooling because number one, it was being paid for <clears throat> through the state because I'm blind. So anyone who's blind, you can get a free education and that's the most valuable thing. <laughs> One of the most valuable things you can have. So um, I kind of just did both. You know, I was able to do that um, and just kind of skate. My skateboarding definitely took a hit in the sense of just the amount of hours you have to put in during grad school. Um, but uh, I just did I just did both. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I made sure I finished that because skateboarding is such a, uh, you know, fragile thing and the young man's game. So I have that to fall back on. Um, and yeah, just, it just kind of, you know, worked out. Um, honestly, it's some, some luck, you know, and, and uh, uh, definitely still have to, really hold on to that focus of of uh putting in those hours and continuing to skate and continuing to progress um and just balancing those you're just life and and what you love is a hard thing to do but uh yeah you know there's some days where i have to really force myself to go out and skate especially right now when it's you know it's like you know 39 degrees fahrenheit outside so it's cold. I got to force myself to go out there and do it some days. Um, but I know that, you know, when I get in the streets and I'm actually filming and, and doing what the real part that I love of being, you know, in the van and skating with the team and 
on on tour, <clears throat> that's when it kind of pays off and you feel good on your board. You can't beat that feeling. So balancing that time's hard. Um, and yeah, man, I just think I'm just the luckiest person in the world, the way everything has worked out. Uh, I just know that when I am skating, this is kind of the, the mindset I try to keep is that I know that when I'm skating, um, the most is when I'm the happiest and when things seem to be going the best in my life. Um, so I have to make sure I remember that and to, to just keep skating because that's where all the positive things in my life have come from. Um, so I would say to anyone that that's kind of what you should do is find that thing that you love and make sure you keep doing that because you get so much positivity from that on your life, uh, whether it be mentally, physically, or, you know, monetary, monetarily too, I guess too. Um, yeah, you can't hold on to those things. Um, it's hard, like you said, when you got this life going on and kids and family, um, you got to etch some of that time out in your life to do the things that you love to be a much, much happier person. And what's so important is what you said before too. It's not like it's going to be great every day. It's not like you're going to get out of the bed jumping going, awesome, I get to do this again. Sometimes there yeah. are some moments that are difficult. And I think everyone needs to understand that it's not just like you're going to wake up happy every day doing what mm -hmm. you love. It's it's just not like that. Life, is ne life has never been like that. There are going to even be hard times and difficult times, even while you're doing the things that you love. And I think, that's sure, why most, yeah. I think that's why most people scare away from it because they start to feel like, hey, I don't, I'm not having a good day today. So it no, must be something that's not mm -hmm. worth it. But those mm -hmm. times, those difficult times, are what's going to help you, what help you, what help you build the strength towards towards all the other challenges that we have in life but as for you said sure. for sure 100 percent. yeah i mean as a kid you know you're doing the things you love and you're just you're just doing it to do it um it gets harder with the more stress in life the older you get and more things that pile on it's uh yeah it gets harder and harder for sure so so you were skating and getting your master's degree at the exact same time i did not know that either um, yeah, I just, yeah. I just think back when I was going through chiropractic college and I was like, yeah, I didn't even have enough time to do anything. So that just, that just, yeah, it's wild. yeah it makes it, it, it makes it, it just makes it even that more amazing. <laughs> the people mm -hmm. that have studied through graduate school and then still making time to skate professionally, uh, with a team uh, that, that is incredible. I mean, that is, just yeah. Cool. And skateboarding is cool. Cause it's, you have so much freedom you know, as a skateboarder, I mean, I have a lot of free time. <laughs> um, you know, it's really up to you to, to manage, to manage your skating. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good, good career in the sense of I had, I had more time than the average person, you know, I didn't have like that. It's not like a job where it's nine to five, you know what I mean? It's, you can do it whenever you want to do it. So it's good in that sense. And the freedom of, you know, having good sponsors and good people behind me that, that encouraged me to finish my education. And so, yeah, yeah, you should totally do that. And gave me the freedom to do that was big. Um, yeah, education's huge, you know, and now I have that uh, in my back pocket and a great, a 
great um, great tools to use in you know my skating now where I teach you know workshops with visually impaired kids and stuff like that and having this this special training in the visual visually impaired vision rehab field um, has helped in that in a lot of ways too. Yeah, I mean it's it's beautiful how you were continue to learn. I mean, and and that's in every every aspect of life. So I'm loving how you're talking about it. it's not just it's just not physically learning. So you're not just physically progressing in skateboarding, but you took time to to mentally progress too, and and, and mentally become smarter and and and, so, yeah. and other things that you could help other people at. And we should all we should all do that. We should always never stop learning, and and that can be whatever. It can be. I, I I look back and I think I think learning is one of the most beautiful, innate, innate, joyful things that we do as human beings. But it gets beaten out of us um, mm. because we go, to, we go to school and they force us to learn things that we don't really want to learn. And we're like, learning's not fun anymore. It's but if not. We, when we were <laughs> young, we just we learned because we like to learn. It was joyful. And it yeah. seems like it, it, it's been it's been yeah, it's, been beat out of us. It's a lot like the having to get up and skate in the cold. You know what I mean? It's not fun <laughs> most of the time uh, for most things we have to learn in life. So doing it. Yeah, I miss, uh, you know, being on a, I mean, I'm on a grad school of three, four years now, but I miss the, uh, you know, you really can tell a difference in just how mentally being sharper uh, when you are working and learning things, you know, five to 10 hours a day. Um, yeah, I'm not, not as sharp as, as I was when I was in grad school and constantly learning new things. So I miss that. I should pick something else up and uh, try to learn something too. Cause it, you, you do feel it, feel it, you know, <clears throat> uh, mentally just, you know, everything from having conversations and stuff like that to just being sharper and more on point. So yeah, there's a lot of benefits to it. Um, yeah, I should always try to, try to be learning something new, whether it be, you know, playing guitar, language or something like that. Totally agree. I mean, as long as we're using those muscles to which the brain is use it, lose it too. as long as we're mm -hmm. using them and, and trying to help them improve, we will be better as human beings. And I totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. I mean, what, if you had to, if you had to just say a couple things uh, to help motivate someone or maybe not even motivate, just a couple words to help someone realize that they do have the ability and they do have the potential to do great things. Uh, what would you say? How would you do that using your example uh, of your own life? Yeah, um, I would just reiterate of, you know, if there's something that you love to just continue doing that. Um, like I said, I'm... I'm happiest when when I make sure I, I make time to do the thing that things that I love. Um, for me, it's skating, so it could be whatever for you. But you know, <clears throat> when I'm not skating, I'm just you know so much more just bummed and and not getting as much joy in life. So just holding on to those things, whether it be you know twenty minutes on your day, half hour on your day, or whatever you can do to do that. Um, keep pushing, I always say. That's the name of my foundation, to Keep pushing incorporated. Um, yeah, moving forward and always, you know, trying to learn something new or whatever it is um, really helps to, uh, it helps your future self. Um, 
you know, five, ten years down the road when you keep doing things that you love, it all kind of adds up and pays off and makes you just a better person in the end. So yeah, make time for that, for that little thing that you love. I would say it would be the, it's the important thing on a life is uh, not just getting sucked into, you know, the, the nine to five or whatever it is. Um, get stuck, getting stuck in a routine uh, can just suck the life out of you. So yeah, that's the best advice I can give. I'm not one for advice, but <laughs> I just try to do, do what I love and uh, hopefully that inspires others to do it so no oh, thank you daniel and it is yeah. um i see it and i was like wow i can do more <laughs> i cool. see i see you like and that Thanks. not on the skateboard anymore but i can do more i can be better i can be better to my family i can be better to myself i can be better to yeah. my business i mean i can be better because i see people like you being better right cool love it love to hear it thank you yeah. So I, I appreciate your time more than you know. And uh, where can people find more about you? Because I really want people to check you out and see what you are, be, what you're able to do on a skateboard. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. So uh, YouTube, Dan the Mancina. Um, and then Instagram's big too, Dan the Mancina. Those are the two areas I push the most. And then I actually have a, uh, a shared page with my buddy, Anthony Ferraro. A lot of people know him from TikTok. Uh, we have a shared page that we kind of collaborated on in our, our new venture. It's called Four Bad Eyes, F-O-U-R. Uh, we have a podcast, Four Bad Eyes, and then across the board, Instagram, uh, website, all that stuff, Four Bad Eyes. So, yeah, and you can reach out to me, DM me on Instagram. You can email me, dan at fourbadeyes.com. Um, yeah, give those things a check out. Really pushing the YouTube right now is my big goal, trying to grow that. So, yeah, I appreciate all the love and I answer all the messages people send me. I uh, I run my whole page, you know, I use a screen reader. So everything reads to me, reads to me out loud, pretty much anything I touch on the screen. Um, so it's all me on there. So feel free to reach out and yeah, I reach, I reach back to everybody. Awesome. That's a great way to build community. Go out. Yeah. Please go and and uh, subscribe to his YouTube channel and, and check him out cool. because you will have you will enjoy what you see. I can promise you that. Even if you're not a skater, you will enjoy what you see. Nice. Yeah, I have, it's very he skating based, heavy skating based, and then I do like. Yeah, I have a bunch of old videos of me doing random things. Like I started doing things you wouldn't expect a blind person to do, like throwing a bullseye and darts and all these kind of fun things. So every now and then I sprinkle in some new videos of me doing just random things cooking to how i how i pretty much live as a blind person and kind of making fun of it and uh just enjoying life so check it out nice yeah, yeah. it's a way great way to end enjoy life thanks again for coming on daniel thank you appreciate it man I sure hope you enjoyed episode 300 as much as i did talking to daniel hopefully you were inspired it is crazy how I see in my own life that little things can get me down and I can look at other people's lives and see, wow, things they've been able to overcome and continue to enjoy life. Let's continue to enjoy life even through life's challenges. I'm glad we were able to get Daniel on and talk about that. But before I go, remember, this is a grassroots movement. 
if we want to become the best we possibly can and help as many possible people, as many people as possible, we have to do this together. This is one person at a time. It's not going to be told in social, it's not going to be told in mainstream media. This has to come through us individually. And a great way to help this get to the masses is by leaving a review of this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a review. I read every one of them and I appreciate them more than you know. If you never want to miss an episode of a podcast and get a book absolutely free, Earth and Us Heal Naturally, and also a guide on how to decrease unnecessary pain absolutely free, go to my website, pastelsbetterthisfarm.com, and download that guide to decrease unnecessary pain, or in other words, chronic pain, absolutely free. If you want to help me out, especially in this Christmas season of giving, you want to support me and what I am doing, a great way to do that is by purchasing my books, Playing in the Dirt, The Four Pillars of Health, and a short ebook called Mental Well-Being Made Simple, all available on my website, pastorswhatisfarm.com, and also available on Amazon.com, my books, The Four Pillars of Health, and Playing in the Dirt. If you're listening to this, I'm going to make it even easier to give my books as gifts. If you buy from my website using the code GIFT, you get another 30% off of each book you buy if you buy more than one. So go to Pastels Better This Farm, order more than one book, give them as gifts, and at checkout, write in GIFT and you get even a bigger discount. Another great gift is my conference self. It's helping more and more people and I'm just loving hearing what people are saying about it. I'm going to start sharing more reviews here on the podcast so you can see how awesome this salve really is, how awesome Comfrey is, the plant, and how it helps us heal even faster. It's a great way for any type of arthritic pain and anything that needs to heal. Breaks, bumps, bruises, falls, scrapes, sprains, strains. It's perfect to help the body heal those even faster so you get back to who you are even faster. And finally, if you want to talk to me and get in contact with me personally and really go deeper in how we can take our connection to nature and earth and make it and bring it into the forefront of our journey for greater health and well-being, join my subscription. Join my subscription at pastelsvedesforum slash subscription and let's start this journey of healing together. Let me be one of those guides that helps you become your best you. Hope to talk to you personally very soon.